it's only taken me five years to get my friend on my show because she's too busy running Atlanta and the rest of the world. Nene Leaks is here. Nene, you told me you was coming on a long time ago. Now, I know you're booked and busy and unbothered, <laughs> but it should have took us this long to get together. Well, honey, I've been in Aruba. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have not been in Aruba. We should take a trip to Aruba. Like, literally, the only place that me and Nini has hung out has been Swinging Riches in Atlanta, which is this gay strip club that she's turned me on to, and I can't get enough of at this point. <laughs> Jason, Swinging Riches is everything, honey. Let me tell you something. You fell in love the first time I walked you through those doors, honey, and you have been in love ever since. But you have a new spot, and it's called Aruba. I've been seeing you in Aruba, and something's telling me that something keeps taking you back there. What is it? It's not no, the food, no. honey. I had an Aruba Bay. We broke up this past weekend. We weren't together. We were never official. Nina, you know I have a problem with commitment, but we were hanging out. You know, it's a beautiful, sexy island. And the energy is, I mean, you get this nice bronze tan. It's, he's gorgeous. The city, the good food. But ultimately, it's Aruba. So it just, distance not going to work out. And I'm not giving nobody no papers. Oh, my God. I've never been to Aruba. I would have to go. We have to. We have to. But, yeah, we've been trying to get this show together. Um, you know, one thing I love about Nini. First of all, Nini is one of the best readers, if not the best reader out there right now on television, um, in television land. You know, she never reads me for filth. She reads me in a nice way. So I had my show gagging where I criticized her show, The Read. I think it was The Read is what you had called it. And The, the Read Session. Session. The Read Session. Now, let me just show you guys the video that she posted that prompted me to respond to it. Hi, it's your girl, Nene Leaks, and I know you've heard me talking about the read session, honey. Yes. Well, I found my readers, honey, right here in Atlanta, Georgia, and we're going to be talking about all the hot topics, honey. We are a live reading blog, okay? Welcome to the read session. I thought a high bitch said something. No one knew you until you. Knew me. Now, Nini, the, now, Nini, the reason why I was critical, because I look at you like you're a reader's best friend. You're like the Reader Digest. You say stuff that has become iconic. The, you're one of the queen of memes. You have yes. these one-liners that are killer. I am and the I, queen of memes, not the one of them. I am the queen of memes. Well, well, we'll get memes, to the other. Uh, we'll, of memes. There's no other girl that has more memes than me. Now, you, they do. You show them to me. Well, I thought there was one, but we'll we'll talk about her in a minute. Who is but look, it? Well, I thought Wendy was the queen of memes, no? No, I don't think so. I don't think there's any African American girl that has more memes than me. I don't think so. Well, you you do have a lot of memes and I use them with all my friends. But I had said I had I had uh, commented on the show because I felt like the show could have been like you, Phaedra, uh, Marlo. You know, like all of you who we love watching to read and you being the queen on the throne. But then I felt like you found all these gay boys, to, you know, that were accessorizing this show. And you called me and I thought you were going to be so mad at me. You called. Let me tell you how Nini got me together. She said, hi, Jason. How are you? I was like, hello. <laughs> she said, <laughs> she said, how are you? Um, I heard you have a lot to say. I'd like to come on your show and talk about it. I was like. Okay. And it was the nicest phone call. You've never, ever called me and gone off about anything I've ever done. And I just, I love that about you, but you did read me in a nice, clean, classy way. You know what, Jason? You know, I, I love you, Jason. And I always look at you like, like me a little bit. I feel like you're misunderstood. And I, and I feel like I've been misunderstood so many times. And that's how I always look at you like, Jason is really not like that. I think he's just misunderstood in so many ways. And I think you you really have this great heart that people just misunderstand. And you're outspoken. And a lot of times when we're outspoken, we're misunderstood. And so I always take your point like, well taken. And I always feel like if you give a read, you should be able to take one, right? Back. And so I just thought I would call you up and just kind of like, just actually like, where are you coming from? <laughs> You did. But it's it's one of those things where like many people who do read and, and this and that, I mean, like you're not 
I, I want, I want, I guess I'm trying to get people to say, cause to know you personally is very different than watch you on TV too. You know, yeah. you have a big heart. You do make yeah. sure that the people around you are taken care of and are, and are, and are, are well. Um, yeah. you're, you don't gossip. You don't talk about yeah. people. Um, yeah. and, and you're not walking through the streets, reading everybody and you're actually yeah. really, really fun. And so I yeah. find it interesting that there's a lot of people out there that do what we do, but can't take the heat when it's their turn. You know, we all get a turn. So yes, it takes a very special person to do that. Yes, it does. And you're special. I see it. I get it. I get it. I see it, Jason. No, you are too. Okay. So Nene, now you left the show Housewives of Atlanta and the show has yeah. not been the same. I feel like they're, they're building all these contrived storylines at this point to keep the heartbeat of the show going. Uh, the last time I saw you, not the last time I saw you, the time before when we went to dinner, Tanya was at dinner. She was one of the Housewives of Atlanta. She now has since, I she think, you guys are friends still? No, I said she was a friend. To the she show? Not a she's oh, a I thought she, oh, I thought she had a peach, no? No peach, baby. <laughs> but the last time we were all at dinner, she's now gone from Atlanta because she couldn't handle one of the storylines. Do they not make them the way they used to when you were running the show? <laughs> no, they don't make them like that no more, baby. <laughs> okay, but many people now have been talking about you leaving the show and that the show is not what it used to be. Um, do you read those comments and do you think told you? No, I never think I told you so, but um, I think it's very difficult to go to the burger place down the street and think you're going to get a happy meal. I mean, McDonald's started the happy meal. So it's very hard to, <laughs> in a very nice way, go somewhere and think that you can feel the shoes of something that someone started. You know, in, a, in another way, let me say, um, it's kind of hard to have the group Destiny's Child and take Beyonce out and still think you have Destiny's Child. It's kind of difficult to do that. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, no, no, I want Beyonce. Not... Are you carrying a credit card balance month after month? You're not the only one. High interest rates make it hard to pay off your debt, but Upstart can help. Join the thousands of happy borrowers who made that final payment. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score, like your income and your employment history. This means they can offer smarter rates with trusted partners. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 and $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash unlock. That's upstart.com slash unlock. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash unlock. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you know what's interesting over there at Bravo with you and then the the one housewife from Orange County, the two pillars of each of its respective cities, you really being the foundation of Atlanta and them wanting to replace you all. Is it that they used you to make the show hot and thought you'd just be easily replaceable and the audience would be okay with that? Or did they, what, what is it? Is it just that you were getting too much? Cause you really have a lot of influence over that, that show and the franchise being that Atlanta, I think is the number one franchise uh, part of the franchise. Did you just have too much power? You think? I think we did have a lot of power. I think that we got popular very fast, more popular than a lot of people. And I think they have a formula. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think they use some of the girls to, to help destroy. Mm. There is so a formula you, in place. Who do you think they use to help destroy you? Um, there are people. You'd be very surprised. They do have what we call house you can finish the other part. House niggas? <laughs> Are you crazy? 
Nene, don't tell me they got real housewives, real house niggas over there. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, so let's get into this really quick. Now, um, you had left the show and you had claimed that there was discrimination and you stood behind that. You were very vocal, very public in a way that you hadn't been before. Clearly, it was something that didn't just pop up overnight. Maybe it, it was something that you had felt for a long time. Had you felt that way before you publicly brought it out? Uh, and felt like it was the right time because you had left the show or was that just something that happened immediately upon your exiting? I can say this to you. I have, I, I have an attorney. Um, I can say that um, it's never anything that happens overnight. I can also tell you that I'm not a liar. I don't just wake up and just decide to lie. I can also tell you that if a black woman tells you that they have been raped, they have been abused, they have been discriminated against, you should probably listen very closely. And nine times out of 10, they're probably telling you the truth. Hmm. And well, Candy didn't. Where there is smoke, there is fire. Well, Candy didn't listen to the girls who made claims against Tiny and T.I., so did she listen to you? Candy didn't listen to the girls who made claims against Candy, against T.I. and Tiny. Um, well, that's funny because I had a comedy show out on the road, and I don't even, I hate to even bring this up because I'm not sure if it's even valid enough, but you just said that and it just, I don't even know the people that are bringing any claims against T.I. and Tiny. Before I even say this, let me say this. Tiny has always been kind to me whenever I've run into her. She's been very nice to me. Uh, I think she's a sweet lady. I don't know her super personally, but I see her quite often around Atlanta. Um, I had a comedy show out on the road. In the very beginning, I was out in the Bay Area and a... a a heckler, I was very new doing comedy, and a heckler was going back and forth with me while I was on stage and said to me, go and kill yourself. And, you know, I had had several drinks, and I said, you know, you go and get raped or something like that. And Candy, right before that, had asked me to host the tour that she was getting back with uh, Escape, and she was going on a tour, and I think it was going to be Monica, Tamar, and a few of them on tour. She asked me to host that tour. And when I used the word rape, and I apologize, I was devastated. I had not been doing comedy. Of course, I'm not a comedian. And I did not know how to handle a heckler, which is no excuse, by the way. Uh, she told me on the show and off the show, she called me up one morning without my agents knowing I see him anybody. She said, you can no longer host our show because you used the word rape. And I said, okay. I'm fine with that, and I understand that, and and you know, and thank you, and whatever. And it, when all these rape allegations have come out against um, Ti and Tiny, there's been several rape allegations. I mean, like, I don't know, a number of people. There's there's in the dozens now. I've not heard her once say you can't come on tour with us, Tiny, or you can't do the versus battle with us, Tiny. Or anything. She publicly made an announcement that Nene can no longer be on this tour with us. And there's no rape allegations against me. I've never raped a woman or a man. Well, and, and you publicly took responsibility for that comment immediately after, before it even became yeah. a big thing. I remember that. Mm -hmm. But these are rape allegations where people are saying they were drugged and raped. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I was on a stage making a joke. You know, it was a horrible joke. This was a joke. And this is real. What people are saying, they have been drugged and raped by them. And I don't know if they're true or not. But um, they've not said, you can't do the versus battle or you can't come on tour with us or you can't stand up with us somewhere until we figure this out. I mean, they didn't say that. 
Now, I find it very interesting. Now, Candy, I don't know her really. I mean, we have each other's numbers, but she's never been on the show and I've never really been able to get closer. There's always been this little thing with her that's like, I know who she is and I know she's Candy and she's talented and people like her, but there's always this little devious thing in the back of my mind when I think of her. Why would she come out against you but not go out against somebody else do you think she was threatened by you on the show too because i mean even though she seems more solid you know solid more solid than some of the other girls and she's successful and all that outside the show do you think this there's some level of intimidation when it comes to you okay I just find it ironic. I just, I when I saw them doing the verses the other night, and I Tiny's always been nice to me too. Let me be very clear. She's a very sweet woman, and uh, she's always been nice to me. I don't know Ti, but I did look at that, and I was like, wait a minute, that's pretty interesting because it's well, almost like you're, you know. Let me just say, um, I think people cheer for a lot of people that they shouldn't cheer for. I tell you that. That's the only thing I can tell you. They cheer for a lot of people. They put people on pedestals that should not be put on pedestals. Mm. There's a lot of things that happen behind closed doors that people don't know, that the public just don't know about. And there are people that are getting places because they are doing things behind closed doors. That's how they get there. They don't get there because they're truly talented. They're not getting there because they are a true mogul. They're not getting there because they are true hustlers. They're not getting there because they're super smart or super talented. That's not how they get to these places. But how are they getting there then? Because people do a lot of things behind closed doors to get places sometimes. Do you know what I mean? There are a lot of people, well, there are a lot of people that get places. You see, you hear it all the time. Like there, there are performers and singers that you look at you see, how did they get there? And there's this other super talented singer over here that just doesn't seem to get there. Like, wonder why? What are they doing? You know, there's a lot of things that happen that people do that get places that other people don't. They do things. Well, one, Remember I told you they're the, house people. Remember they're house people? House niggas. I don't know. We, if that's the last, what they call them now. They may call them snitches or something. Well, okay, so well, this is the thing when you when you had announced that you were leaving the show, I didn't even call you because I don't be trying to bother you and be on your business personally. I we try to be on your business online, but they were then they said they were bringing in two girls. One was a YouTuber and one was uh, an influencer or something. I can't remember at the time. I said, nope, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And I said that because I feel like when you sign up to be a housewife or you sign up to come in at a time when somebody like you who's basically opened up your whole life to the world for the last several years you got to really be fully transparent these new girls don't want to do interviews they cancel the interviews one girl has a microwavable relationship allegedly he was messing around with the other man um and i'm just so confused by what's happening over there when you look at who they brought into the show is that what bears the question how did they get there because you don't see it no for me um i get it you know, I feel, you know, I don't feel bad for these girls. What I feel is, you know, it's hard to explain. These girls, we all need, to, they need to come together because somebody like me or some of the other women, we can't work because of, I'm not going to say these girls in particular. I just said, I'm not saying these girls in particular, but there are a lot of girls and there are girls that do work on our show or on the not ours, because I'm not there on Real Housewives and other shows that are willing to work for $1,000 an episode and $1,500 an episode. And that's just not the kind of money I ever received on the show. So I can't work on the show when you receive $1,000 an episode. You're willing to come on the show and turn all the way up and do all these things for $1,000. There's no room for me or for some of us who've been working for you know a few years on the show. I mean, these girls don't do anything to come on the show. Some have been on there for a few years and work for free. For real? F-R-E-E. -E. And some work for $1,000, one, zero, 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 an episode. And you so know, they you... do a lot of stuff, you know? And so when so, you let... Anyway, 
Mm-hmm. When you left, when you left, and you were addressing these working conditions, when, did you reach out to the women on your cast to say, "Hey, let's all stand in solidarity"? Um, I, I, I did reach out to them about certain issues. I did not reach out to them about pay, but I did certainly reach out to them about all standing together, asking the network and the production company to do certain things, and let's do it all together. But that failed because we had one cast member to go around us and go to the network without us all going together. And when they did that, that weakened us. Who Was that Candy? Yes. Wow. It's almost like she wanted you off so she could be what she would never be on this show. And that's the queen of this this part of the franchise i mean candy likes to play it safe i remember when the whole storyline came out about her and portia that was like the highest moment we've seen emotion from candy but yet she still really didn't want to go there why is it that she wants to be the queen but she's not willing to get dirty i mean i don't know if she wants to be the queen i don't know i i have no idea i just know that you know, if you asked me a question, I just answered that she went around us. Hmm. Okay. So would you go back to the show? Um, I don't know that I would or would not. I can't answer that. Uh, we have to talk about some things behind closed doors. Hmm. Well, you still look good. Your lifestyle hasn't changed. You still got all these businesses popping. Your The backdrop of your house looks rich. Um, I've never been to your house. You did invite me one time. I don't know what happened, but you know, I think your house well, is a little Aruba. too. I was not in Aruba. Maybe I was at Swinging Richards. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the most famous lines that you said on the show, you've said many, like you said, you're the queen of memes. You have all these one lines. You said, close your legs to marry men. I had to go do some research to see if you were talking about Portia, but you were talking about somebody else. Now that okay. you look and see with Portia and Fallon and Fallon's soon-to-be ex-husband who's friends with her ex-man is now her soon-to-be husband, what do you think of all that? I think um, it looks bad. In my opinion, it looks bad. <clears throat> However, you've been in reality TV like I have, Jason, and you know a lot of times when people come on the show, you don't know them, okay? So they make it appear that you do when you really don't. So I can believe that Portia did not know the girl, but it looks bad. It doesn't look good, I will say that, Mm. because they did work together. They did travel together. So she did get to know her son and she did visit the girl's home. So it doesn't look good at all. So she knew Well, I know you had congratulated her online and people went crazy because they thought you were condoning it, but you didn't really even you hadn't you said you hadn't been watching the show. So you I were just congratulate you were just congratulating her on what looked to be happy for her being in a mm-hmm. happy relationship, but you didn't know that she was with her soon to be ex friends, soon to be ex husband. Right. I didn't know who he was. I saw pictures of her the day before she was with two men and I saw Dennis. I just thought her and Dennis were together. I didn't know that she I got a new man. I actually thought he was uh, Miss Diane's uh, boyfriend. Hmm. I don't know her. Miss Diane is um, Portia's mom. Oh, okay. Wait, so when you, because Claudia Jordan, when she was on the show, she said that there was Portia or women were down there were getting cars from these Africans. And this guy looks African, but he wasn't the guy. Because recently I got an article sent to me that it was some other guy. Just it, does Portia just have an interest in Africans? Is that her thing, or well, Dennis is it... African, but Dennis the stability. This. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> I'm confused. So, do you guys have a high African population in Atlanta that's coming over there buying people luxury cars? I mean, what? I don't understand it. I don't know, but if there's a large population of them that are buying cars and buildings. Please stop by the Lamethia Lounge. I would love to meet you. <laughs> Are you going to go to Portia's wedding with this guy? Are they getting married? Yeah, they're engaged. They, he, she has a ring. 
That doesn't mean anything. How many people have rings and don't go nowhere? Don't even go down an aisle. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so um, what else do I want to ask you about the housewives? Are you and Andy on speaking terms or no? Because I kind of wanted to be his friend. I thought me, him, Anderson Cooper, and Kelly Ripa would all hang out, you know, in the yeah. Maldives somewhere. Um, but I haven't seen Andy, you know, since that one gay club. Um, are you guys still cool? It's so funny. I, I you want to hang out with him. I didn't. Andy didn't even know Anderson that well when I met him. Uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> right now I would have to say we're on a break. Mm. But you did care for him at one point. I mean, I feel like you really helped put the jetpack in the franchise that he started or created. That you really. Um, you there's know, no doubt about it. There's there's not assuming or thinking or any of those things. I definitely put Watch What Happens Live on the map. Uh, I definitely helped put Andy on the map. There is no question about that. You know, for those who don't remember, I, I don't even have time to explain it to you. Andy was an executive. Okay, he was not a TV personality uh, when we met. Um, so there's no doubt about that. You just have to go back and do your own research. Um, I loved Andy like he was a family member. There's no doubt about it. Do you feel betrayed? Uh, yes. Be and why do you still give him and the network so much grace when you feel like you've been used and betrayed? Because I couldn't um, do it. You know, I can't deny my feelings. You know, I, you know, I'm not going to. It's almost like me being friends with someone and you fall out with them. I can't pretend like I never loved them or, you know, I, that, that, that just doesn't make sense. I, I, I loved him like he was a family member. So I, I won't just ever deny that. Uh, I had lots of fun with him. Um, I felt we had a great relationship. Um, um, I'm, I don't know where, you know, when things went wrong, I don't know. I, I'm, you know, I'm surprised and saddened that things had gone very left. And I felt very blindsided by it. Well, if he happens to to watch this, is the door open for the conversation to repair or start to work through the stuff that's going on that puts you where you are with him? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to have a conversation because uh, I'm about closure. Well, Andy, pick up the phone because um, I haven't watched Housewives. I mean, I watched the clips for the show, but I haven't watched the show since NeNe left. I mean, NeNe not being on the show just doesn't make sense to me. It also doesn't make sense that uh, Marlo doesn't have a peach yet. And I've had Marlo on the show twice now where, I, where I've said to her, I don't understand why you don't have a peach. And uh, she says she's ready for a peach and she's ready to show more of her life. Don't you think it's overdue for Marlo at this point? No, I disagree. Oh, you don't think Marlo deserves a peach? I disagree. Why? Well, the reason I disagree is because I, if you've been doing something for so long, um, I don't see the network giving you a peach. I, I just don't. I, I'm just speaking from my eyes and the way I view the network and the way television work. You have given them everything, you know, for this amount of pay. Why do they need to give you a peach? For what? Hmm. What? I mean, what's going to change? They get everything they need right now. <laughs> what, what are they going to get when they give you a peach? All they're going to get is a photo with you holding a peach. What is actually going to change? Mm. Do, you, do you know anything that's going to change? I mean, that's a real question. I mean, maybe we'll see who she's dating, you know. Um, maybe we'll see more of that personal stuff, family stuff with her her family that we haven't maybe, seen. I don't know. If they, wanted to. if they wanted to see it, they could see it now. And she would show it. And they know mm. that. They actually have shown it. They've shown you her personal stuff. She has her two nephews, and they've shown you with her two nephews. That's mm. it. So do you think that what gives you so much power and clout within the show because you hold to what you believe is fair for you? Um, I think that what gives a character a lot of 
power and what makes them likable and lovable is when a when the viewers love and hate. That makes an amazing character. And I think and an outspoken character and a character that is that keeps it real and also a character that is that they root for. Um, when I came on the show, I wasn't up. I was very regular, you know, like me and, you know, I would even say like Cardi B when she came on around, she was very regular and they like to see you win. When you come on already, like I'm rich and I'm this and I'm that. I mean, they, they don't really root that heavily for you. Um, I, I feel like I had all of those traits and, and the viewers rooted for me and they just never left me. I mean, they fight with me and they do all of those things, but then they come back. I just do you think real, that you know? do you think it would have made Eva Marcel more liked by the audience had they shown her real house that she was living in when she filmed the show? Absolutely. Anytime you can show your real life and tell your real life just like it is, they they gonna love you every time. Um, I think the, the 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 one issue that I see with the show right now is the formula. The formula is jacked all the way up. The formula is jacked up on a lot of these shows. I always use Basketball Wise because it was a show that I really enjoyed watching. And this is nothing to criticize any of those girls. I liked all of them, which is why I always, always watch the show. But the formula, I stopped watching. I don't think I've watched in the past three seasons, maybe four, because I only watched the clips that, they, that I would see coming down social media is because of the formula. It's, and I don't think that the executives really get the formula is not working. When you have all of these characters and they're going at it and there's one or two characters that you can't go at and you keep doing it over and over and over and people can see it. When I was watching Basketball Wise, and Shawnee, you know I love you, I felt like nobody could ever go at her. You could never get her together. If you did then you was off the show the next season. We could never see that character evolve because they were always gone because you came at her. That formula doesn't work. Like you can't have these shows and you you can't be on the show if I can't come at you. You right. just don't need to be on the show. Just go on off right. the show. Right. That is one reason why Atlanta Housewives is going to me in the direction that it's going in. Because... If you are a real friend, friends get their friends together. You tell your friend when you're right and you're wrong. You can't just go hard on me and your friend doing the same thing. You can't go hard on your friend. And there's a couple of characters on Housewives, season after season, they just get to sit there and twiddle their thumbs and say a couple of little things. And you can't go after them. It's just, that doesn't work. That formula doesn't work. That's a bad form. You get what I mean? That, yeah, no, I no, I absolutely. That'd be like me doing love and hip hop with Mona. Like I can never, I can never read you for filth because you the person well, you running said the show. You read them because you know next season they're gonna put you off the show. Well, that would almost be like the conflict of interest of having Andy host the reunions when you know you may have to drag him for some shit he said or did, but you really can't either. And he could read you down and say whatever he want. You just got to sit there. Well, and you can never read them down. Those yeah. are the house people. Yeah. Well, now, speaking of people people that sit there and twiddle their thumbs, I mean, uh, Cynthia's not really embroiled in a lot of drama. You didn't go to her wedding. Where are you guys at now? Are you guys cool? or Because you used to be friends. And what's the question? <laughs> are you and Cynthia friends anymore or no? Friends, no. Mm. Can Damn. I speak to her when I see her? Well, you know, I would try to raise my hand as much as I can. Like this? this, this. Like this, maybe. <laughs> okay, wait. So why don't you just create your own reality show? Like, you're TV gold. You don't need this show, right? You could do your own thing. Why not just do your own show? Let me Let me just say for people that don't know, outside of Housewives, you had success on Fashion Police. You had success on The New Normal, um, you, where you were a star there. You've done TV outside of this show. 
are you gonna come back to reality TV and give us all of you in your own show? Who said I wasn't working on a show? No, I'm sure you are. I'm trying to get you to tell me about it. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't like this type litany. Next time I got to send you a bottle of Casamigos. Well, you know what? You know what? You can't say a lot of stuff, Jason, because there's always people somewhere in the background trying to stop things before, you know, you just have to wait. You just have to wait. You have to move in silence. Moving in silence is a good thing. I agree with you. Now, is there a way, because I know I've been trying to get you to be active on this app called Bego that I'm on. Can we do the daily read? Can we recreate that? Phaedra's already there. I'm there. You can come there. Marlo's there. We can create the read there or so, I mean, whatever you want to call it. You executive producer. It's not a daily read. It's not a daily read. It's called the read session. I've just been so tied up doing my entrepreneur, my two other businesses that I'm really tied up in. But, you know, I call that thing the bingo. But um, it's the read session, and it's with the gay guys, with several gay guys. I'm still looking for a couple more gay guys because a couple of the gay guys that I was looking at, I don't think they really work. I've been looking at them. I don't think they really are good for this. Um, yeah. Nini, I have somebody in Atlanta for you. I don't know if you need a gay guy. Get one gay guy and get... Why do you keep up? trying to not have the gay guys to work, baby? They can no. work. You over there working? Why do I like you not know with all gay guys? Since I opened my doors at my lounge, you know how many gay guys have been at my door, honey, and they high here boots and shoes? Stop it. No, the gays love you. I just feel like you don't need to have a reading session with all the gay guys. Why not just get Phaedra and a gay guy? You know, because I don't think it needs to be overly accessorized. I know we've had that why conversation. You know, you why, why can't have the gays, Jason? I don't get it. You can't you have the gays. Like pretty boy with curly hair, do not let me get you together, honey. And Don't I want everybody to know that Jason shows favoritism. I meant to say that earlier. But he was always showing favoritism with the gays, honey. He be with the little light skinned one with the curly hair all the time. I'm trying to okay, first I can be with the gays, Jason. Why can't I be with the gays? Let me say this. Jason's um, interest has evolved. I have multiple shades of melanin in my repertoire at the moment. And I am extremely single and available. So holla. You do? Okay, yes. Jason, did you date a real chocolate one? I do. And he, he's he's coming to Greece for my birthday. You have to check it out. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. All right, but look, enough about that. Okay, so let's talk no, about the business. I want to talk about these gay men that's gorgeous and chocolate. No, let's talk about the people who work at your boutique in Miami who caught me sneaking one in my room several months ago. Um, I had to forget. I had to stop staying at that hotel. The swag boutique and get your swag together because one of your employees came out and said, hey, Jason, I'm going to tell Nini I saw you. I was like, girl, if you don't. <laughs> so swag boutique. So I know you have it in Miami. Do you have one in Atlanta too? You have two, right? In Atlanta, I have, yeah, in Atlanta, we're online and we're in the MGM Casino. In the DMV. Okay, and so then now you launched um, the Lanithia, which is a lounge, the, uh, lounge. the Lanithia Lounge, which I have not seen yet, but I do want to see. What made you get into nightlife? Did you look at Peter Thomas I, and say, I've seen everything you did wrong, so I'm going to do it right? No, no. Peter's place in Miami is amazing. In fact, Peter came out here to my place and looked at it before we opened and gave us a few pointers and everything. Um of course, you have to fail a lot in order to get it right. And I, I too, sure. have failed with several um, things I've tried to do. And, and we worked really hard on getting this place right. Uh, one of the things that Greg and I have loved over the years, we love to go out to places that, like separate clubs, that we don't really like nightclubs. So we like a lounge that plays good music, good drinks, good food. And so I said, I would love to have something like this. I searched for two years to find a place. And we have a nice place here in Atlanta that we love. Thanks to all of you out there for loving us and supporting us. We have been fooled and packed every single day since the it day. It looks really, open. it looks really good on social media. I, I, I mean, just really the way nice you guys inside. designed it and laid it out, yeah. it looks really, really good. It really is nice inside. Uh, I, I, I just thank everybody for supporting. And obviously, we have a gay night. We have an entertainment night. I mean, I'm sorry, industry night. Um, 
oh my gosh, I can't even think of having a night we have up in the Oh, we have an island night where we have like, it's called an island night where there's Caribbeans and Africans and everything. We have different things. Karaoke night, a comedy do you let, night. Do you, let, do you let the Africans park all the Royals races right up front? Yes, I and I love the Africans. Um, please come by. <laughs> I'll okay. Be the with the most. Wait. So Four one thing I there. so I heard about your your um your your brand, the Color Main wigs, and I heard that they were extremely successful before you told me about them earlier when we were preparing for the show. When did you know that your wig line was going to become so successful? You know what? Years ago, people had asked. This is crazy. Me and Kim Zosi had to do a wig line together when we first came out playing around together. People wanted me and Kim to do a wig line together, and we never did do it. And I just decided one day I'm going to do wigs, and I and I have them online. Color main m a n e wigs dot com. Um, all colors, all lengths. We kind of try to specialize in the shorter lengths because there's so many wig lines with really long. But our specialty is colors. We have all kind of colors. Um, the quality is absolutely amazing. So check them out, Color Main Wigs. You know, my other thing, Jason, that I love is Ladies of Success. It's an entrepreneur's organization where women who can hang out and travel and start businesses with other like-minded women. You know, once you get to a certain level in life, it's hard to find people that are like-minded in your circle because your circle gets smaller. So for all of you ladies that are interested in traveling, making friends, you know, starting businesses with other like-minded women, go to ladiesofsuccess.com. Check us out. We have Zooms a lot, and um, we're traveling June the 10th through the 14th to Montego Bay, Jamaica. So we'd love to have you to join us. If you're an entrepreneur, successful woman, eating the fruit of your labor, please do mm. not come with us if we have to buy you something to eat and something to drink. I'm tired of that. You know what I'm saying, Jason? No, I do. You know, when you reach a certain level of success, people expect your credit card to be the only one working when the bill comes. So I, I, I hate do. That. I do too. I do too. I okay, wait. So I just have to tell you, um, when I hung out with you and your son, remember you bought him that Jeep that I fell in love with. And I told you I wanted his Jeep and you didn't sell me his Jeep. So I went and bought my own Jeep. I finally bought the Jeep that I wanted. The color that I wanted, all the big tires, the light rack, the I bought it. I just wanted that Jeep, and it was after I saw you and your son with it. So um, I got my own Jeep. Jason, my son has had two. He's a car guy. He's had two Jeeps, and now he's he's bought a uh, a Challenger. Yeah, I had one of those. Those are fast, but you know, I've never yeah. had an American-made car until this Jeep. But I do, and the Challenger, I do like it. But I'm I'm now looking to get a little bit more high end with the toys that you play with. Cause everybody that yeah. don't know, Nini is rolling around in foreign cars out there. She's, she's, <laughs> she's rich, bitch. Shit. Jason, but you don't need to move that fast. Just, you know, get the house and stuff first. Get the, you, you do it with your, stay with your Jeep and stuff. You wait. No, on I, no, no. I, I got the house and I got the house okay. now. I got the house, okay. but I, now I, I'm ready for a little bit. You know, it's something different when you, like when I pull up to Swinging Richards in an Uber, nobody looks at me, Nene. When you pull up in a house, everybody's looking for you. They offer you valet me. They make me wait in line. So it's just a different experience. Well, you're out of town. You're out of town. So you can pull up in a in a, in a a freaking Uber. I, I ride Uber everywhere I go when I'm out of town. Weekday mornings, the story begins in California. The Times, a daily news podcast from the Los Angeles Times, gives you a West Coast perspective on the story shaping policy and opinion. Join host Gustavo Ariano and a diverse range of voices every weekday morning as they cover the critical issues like only a team reporting from California can. From immigration to income equality, climate change to racial injustice, nativism to technology, The Times explores the contradictions and hard truths of the golden state and the nation through a West Coast perspective. I really enjoy catching up on things that I've missed throughout the week by sitting down and actually listening. 
to full stories and not just small snippets of the news. Through interviews and original stories, the Times Daily News from the LA Times is the podcast that you need to understand the world and how California shapes it. Because if an issue that's in California isn't in your town yet, chances are it will be soon. Expect award-winning reporting, hard-hitting investigations and LA eccentricities from the bigger newspaper west of the Mississippi. New episodes of the Times are available every weekday. So to listen and subscribe, go wherever you get your podcast and search for the Times Daily News from the LA Times. You, you know what's so crazy, Nina? You and I literally look like twins today. I'm wearing denim, you're wearing blue. I wore this on the Wendy Williams show uh, this morning. Do you remember her? I do. Now, when you guys became friends, I remember saying to Wendy, it's going to be interesting because you guys are you guys are very different. Uh, what, what do you think it was that attracted you two to become friends? Because you guys became close really fast, I think. For quite some time, um, I don't know. You know, I, I I can't tell you was one thing. You know, over the other, I just think that you know we clicked personally, and uh, we, you know, just kind of hit it off. Hmm. But you guys had a, a very public fallout. Um, she had said something to Andy that you didn't like, and you commented on it, and then it went back and forth. Where are you at with it now? I mean, have you all spoken? Do you miss that friendship? Um, I, you know, I consider myself a good friend, period. Uh, I, I liked, love Wendy. Um, we've had a couple of public falling outs. Wendy's done a lot of stuff or said things. And I don't come out and publicly talk about stuff when she says stuff. We hung out and... I enjoy every hangout. I don't talk about our hanging outs and stuff. Um, I just think that I know that she does a television show. And you can talk about everybody in the world if you want to. That's what you do. But I think you you have a couple of friends. And there's certain things with your just your couple of friends that are just off limits. Um, she wasn't friends with Andy for a very long time. And... Um, I just think some things are just not right to say. We didn't have any issues. Some things are just not right to say. That's just all it is, too. Since then, though, she did call me and tried to talk to me, but I just wasn't here for it. Hmm. Well, well, what about now? I mean, are you open to it now? I mean, I, I want us all to be one happy family again. I remember when we all hung out that one night at the club. And my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend came up to me. You didn't catch this, but she was trying to make us all friends and I wasn't having. I had one of y'all security throw her out of there. Um, what, are we all going to be together again or are you moving um, on? I don't know because I'm in a good place and I don't, I'm not here for the merry-go-round of you get back together for a few minutes. You do something and say something crazy. Then you fall out again publicly. I'm really just not here for that. Sometimes you do have to love people from afar. I really do wish her well. Um, and that just may be what we should be doing is love each other from afar. Sometimes people don't know how to have friends. And it's okay. I understand. And I just need to stay in my corner. And I'm okay with that. Hmm. Okay, so so far what I got from this interview is you're working on a new show that you won't tell us about. Um, Candy is a mean girl who went behind your back and conspired to fuck you over. I didn't say that, you did. Um, Portia should run a valet service for the Africans in Atlanta because she knows where all the Rolls Royces are. Um, Eva Marcel should have showed people the shoebox. Um <laughs> You like a bunch of gay boys to be on your show, whatever. And your staff at Swag Boutique are nosy as hell. I do that one. <laughs> you tried it, honey. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you just put words in my mouth. I didn't say any of those things, you know? I didn't. But, um, yeah. It was good talking to you. <laughs> well, listen, I don't want you... We can't do five years. You know, we have to do an interview where we could be up around each other because our energy together is different this whole internet thing is stupid but i have a show to produce but i do enjoy being around uh when we hang out i always enjoy, the last time i was with nini i bought like 48 shots of casamigos she took like two and then when i went in the back i came out she was gone she didn't even say <laughs> bye 
but it's always a fun time. And, you know, I, I would love you to come back whenever you want. Thank you. You know, my team told me, get out of here. Jason's going to have you turned all the way up. And they were like, you need to get out of here. You are completely buzzed, girl. I staggered right on out the door, honey. You know what? I'm going to own my own swinging riches. I have got to have me one. It is too yeah. much. No, Jason, we I... had too much fun in there. No, Nene, I have an idea. I'm not even going to tell you about it right here because just like your reality show, if you say something, somebody will start blocking. Yeah. I literally have an idea we could do right now. And we're not going to tell Lisa Vanderpump because the last time you told her a location in West Hollywood, yeah. she took it. Yes, yeah, she did. Yes, yeah, she did. Mm. She mm -hmm. did that now. <laughs> and I ain't even mad with you no more, Lisa, girl. But you did do that now. <laughs> Yo, Wait, have you ever told, you told that story before, right? Yeah. You told that story. Yeah, that was shady. When you told me, I couldn't even believe it. Don't ask nobody for advice because no. they'll take it from you. They do a lot of stuff like that. People do stuff like that all the time. It's just ridiculous to tell the public because the public just thinks whatever they want to think. So I just, lots of stuff happen that people just don't, you know, know and get it. And I just sit over here and try to mind my business because I'm in a better place. And yeah, so just... Well, just right, know Nini, this, Jason. I, there's not a lot of lying that happens over here. Wanini, the next time I interview you, I'm bringing bottles of 1942 and shot glasses, and we're just going <laughs> to drink and talk for hours. I want to come to your new house. I know you're buying a beautiful home. Yeah, come. Whenever you're back in L.A., I'll do, I'll do a dinner party or something. That is nice. Oh, my God. I'm so proud of you. Dang, you. Jason. <laughs> Thank you, Nini. Well, listen, it's good seeing you. I'm going to be down at the Lanithia Lounge. Just make sure I have a table next to all the cute boys, okay? I will. I can't. I want to know when you're coming back in town. I'll have it set out for you, Jason. Okay. I'm going to come for real. I'm serious. I'm going to bring some people with me. I know you will. And you can pay your own tab, right? Oh, yeah. My credit card works all the time. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> we have to talk about bingo or whatever the thing is called. I'm Bigo. I'm going to call you about that. I got to get you set up. It's just, it's just too easy. You think so? Yes. You you'll so love complicated. it. No, you'll love it. Well, okay. We'll talk soon. All right, Nini. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Much success. All right. Look, that was a great show and make sure you keep coming back because we got all types of amazing interviews and topics that are going to make you go crazy. Uh-huh, that's right. That means like, subscribe, do everything you need to do to make sure you stay up to date with what we got going on. And ladies, stay tuned in because you know I have your back. And listen, make sure that you're commenting below because even though I say I don't read it on the show, that's all I do when it's over. Peace.